0: On today's show, we talk about snowballs, automation, and your financial future.
1: My question to you is, what is your favorite financial snowball? A financial snowball that you have set up, maybe maybe you're doing it today, maybe you did it a while ago, and it's growing, 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 and you cannot wait to see how big it gets. Check it out right now.
0: Hey guys, today we are talking about financial snowballs, a term that we use for assets, probably the most common word for it. Um, we like the snowball concept because of how it can grow automatically. You know, like picture a snowball rolling downhill, it gets bigger, and it starts moving more quickly with time. And a lot of that is automated, right? Like that thing's rolling downhill, yep. and you don't necessarily have to do anything or do much to it to make that happen. That's why we like that. We like that idea of the, uh, the snowball when talking about this kind of thing.
1: And I think financial snowballs are just general finance and saving money and assets are such overlooked. All entrepreneurs are so focused on growth, 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 make more money inside your business, top line mm-hmm. revenue, do more deals, popular term for do real deals. estate investors and real estate yeah, agents, bit, yeah. is doing more more deals um, which else, without kind of taking in, in account the financial impact on it. But, you know, you really, really, really got to be focused on saving money your financial assets, figuring out a program so you can put money towards towards your assets because I know we've said this a lot of times, but your assets, the money that you make from your assets are always going to outgrow the money that you are going to make from working hard. You know, yeah. we're, we're working hard, I mean, listen, as entrepreneurs and business owners, we work hard. Yes, it's necessary, and yes, it's fun, and we love what we do, but it is hard work. And growing assets and making money through assets is easy work. It does, right. it, it does it itself. So you really kinda gotta get back to the basics and think of some, and we're gonna go through some some easy snowballs and easy financial snowballs that we have set up and hopefully you can uh, get an idea just from some of them. Hey, I, maybe you say to yourself, hey, I already have this one in place, that's great. Or maybe you get an idea of one that you can put in place. And let's be honest, a few bucks a day equals a few million dollars <laughs> in the future. It really does. Putting away a few bucks a day really is worth millions and millions of dollars in the future.
0: Yeah, and let's say that for a third time, that, that assets make a lot more money than working does. And we learned that lesson, you know, not right at the beginning, but a little while ago. And one thing that we did notice, and this is, you know, some inside information, but happy to share it anyway, is that uh, during one of the earlier years of HMB, one of our larger capital investors uh, made more in a year than Jason and I did running the company for the whole year. Like his assets and doing nothing made more than we did working day in and day out. And we were
1: like. Well, that's an aha moment, right? Like, uh, unfortunately most people need those aha moments in order to, take them to the next level and be like, wow, that's what I'm missing out. And that was one of ours when we looked at, um, you know, year-end reporting and we're like, this particular person made more money than us. It's like, we need more money into our lender accounts. These assets will grow a lot quicker. So let's kind of just go over some of yes, some of the financial stuff. snowballs that, that we have oh, in I place and I too, yeah. and I think you should have a place. And anytime along the way, if you want to comment below related to some financial snowballs you have in place, I think that's important. Um, let's just get started with probably you know, one that you don't even realize is actually investing money inside your own business. No matter, you know, your your business grows. Now, yes, you are taking out an income, W-2 or K-1 or whatever the case is, from your business as being uh, an employee of your business. But at the same time, that business has value. You may not think of it like that. But, you know, if you're a real estate company and you have a real estate portfolio that's, that's appreciated, and if you own uh, whatever, it doesn't matter, a service uh, profession. If you're a law firm, that law firm could be worth value that you could sell it in the future, right? So that is kind of a a little snowball that you have. So it makes sense to kind of put money into that to help that grow if if need be. You may not need to put money into it.
0: Right. Yeah. So if you happen to own a company, there are smart ways to plan money into your own business that, that grows like a snowball. And then for everyone, whether you do own a company or you don't, you have access to the traditional. You want to go through uh, retirement stuff first. Sure. So IRA or four hundred and one k. We personally do both, and there's different things that make sense in different people's situations, like traditional versus Roth and everything else. But the main important thing is to start early, be consistent, and if possible, make it automated.
1: Yeah, and if you have a plan that someone else is matching, that's free money. You might as well do, you know, max that to the, you know, to the T because why not? Any way you can figure out a way to get tax breaks or free money out of something, do it. And I know a lot of people say, "Well, you know, I need that extra money now." And some take, and some, you know, times you do, but figure out a way you, to. You want the extra money yeah. now? You probably don't. Need Fair. It. That's a good way to. <laughs> right. that, that's a good. That's a good way to look at it.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, since you mentioned uh, tax deferred and deductible kind of things like five twenty nine, at least on state income. I mean,
1: yeah, on, on a state level, but CPA, that's okay.
0: Yeah. Obviously, check with your CPA on anything. We're not giving tax advice. Yada yada but 529 college savings plan that thing grows quickly few hundred a few hundred, hundred, bucks, a buck, month turns few hundred
1: bucks a month turns to tens of thousands of dollars when your kid goes to college it's probably still not enough to pay it, for college but for like a but, <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it's something it turns to tens of thousands of dollars um, right. you know and depending on on you know what it what fund it's invested in you know you know it really it really appreciates in time and there's a lot of Things like that. And I think the important thing not to get off the subject of some of these financial snowballs, but figure out a way to really automate it yourself so that's it doesn't true. make a major impact yeah, on you every day. You know, we've talked about in the past not combining your personal checking account, operating account with your savings stuff, because if everything goes into one big buck, it's just gonna get absorbed with your household yeah, and your daily another, expenses. Um but similar to that, auto-debit it from an account or set up yep. a different account, that money goes goes into that so you don't have the opportunity <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to even to touch it and it goes into, into some of these accounts. So- Auto debit is right. So so college, college savings plans, um, auto debit, a straight savings account, and again, it can be five bucks, it can be 50 bucks, it can be 500 bucks, it can be 5,000 bucks. Whatever your personal budget is, that's what you have to go off of.
0: Yeah, consistency is key. Not that it's a huge amount. Um. Yeah, moving along. Since you said auto-debit, we'll jump in with another one we've been playing around recently. There are a number of uh, financial planning firms out there now that are focused more on technology and algorithms and stuff and less on salespeople and advisors like Wealthfront, like Acorns. Acorns is a cool app and a web application thing that I've been using for a while. Jason just jumped on it recently. And it's just a really smart thing. The fees are low. It costs like a quarter, point, a quarter point a year, which is cheap compared to traditional like investing services. It's automated, like I said. And it seems just... Consistent and it works. Like it's not the biggest snowball in the world. Doesn't have to be, um, but but it grows. like the, yeah, it's. The,
1: I mean, it's it about a snowball. You start right small, right? That's what this is all about. All you know, small. you need to have a lot of these different buckets and a lot of these opportunities going. So, uh, purchasing a primary residence house mm. this is something that people overlook a, a lot of times. But you know, it's one of those things that you know you get you get some sort of tax benefit from interest that's paid, depending on your tax bracket. And at the other, uh, you know, and, and on the other end hopefully that thing appreciates over time that's appreciated over time as you're paying down you're paying down and, your mortgage
0: and you're paying it down and when you're going through your monthly bills like be mindful of the fact that you know uh, x amount is going to interest maybe 1000 bucks is going towards principal you're paying yourself yeah. you're paying yourself 1000 bucks yeah
1: that's right and and the thing is this i mean 30 you say hey well what happens in you know, this is a long-term thing. It's 30 years. Okay. Well, a lot of these financial snowballs may be long-term. You know, there's ways they to make to. cash tomorrow, but uh, but the purpose of snowballs is so you wake up in 30 years, and you know, there's some some of you that may be super young, and in 30 years from now, you're not gonna be all that old. And even if you are a little bit uh, older, you know, thir- 30 years, and a lot of the snowballs are set up not necessarily for you. It's set up for the next generation after you, anyway. Very so possibly. you so you do whatever you got to do to you know, kind of creatively structured, creative structurally these things.
0: Yeah, when uh, Jason and I were texting last night, uh, chatting about this topic, uh, because we are gonna do a show and also just because we're generally obsessed with it. And uh, I was sitting there, th- we were talking about primary residence and this and that, and I was like, I'm sitting in a snowball. <laughs> like, you, can, you, can, you can live in the snowball. Yeah. Um, you can't live in all of them, but other kinds of real estate, obviously that's very applicable to what we do. Uh, rental properties and everything else—that's uh, can be a business unto uh, itself. But
1: I mean, rental rental properties are arguably probably the the best snowball and the only snowball that you can actually get full leverage on. Have someone else True. pay the debt for it. It appreciates, and maybe even get an arbitrage on it every month. Now, don't get me wrong—you know—I'm not stating that you know owning rental real estate is just a straight passive investment. It, it is—it's a t- tougher investment, and that's why it also. Usually, pop you know, populates one of the better returns yeah. because it is a little bit more of an active uh, investment. Oh, some of these job. things are active. It's some of these thing, sure. some of these things are passive. Some places you can just park money and get a good return. Other ones, maybe rental real estate, for instance, is a little bit more active, but it spits out you know good returns. So it's something to entertain. Yeah. Is that all? Of, do we have more? Yeah, I mean. Th- Think outside the box. Think about think outside the box of auto debiting savings money, uh, putting money into a stock portfolio, even if it's a Scottrade account. Putting money into a into a manager, into a money into a money manager. I mean, there is thousands of snowballs. I'm really curious some of your financial snowballs you're doing right now. Comment yeah. comment below. If there's one we're missing
0: that we need to yeah. know. I about. I mean, invest Definitely in private problems. mortgage but notes.
1: You know, cash into n- the mattress,
0: but it doesn't grow. It doesn't snowball. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. it doesn't. Uh, So yeah, if there's something we're missing that you want to comment on, definitely let us know. We could always use another snowball. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, no, investing in notes, investing in investing in whatever. Just be creative and do it and really set set aside what you got to do. I mean, again, like we talked about at the beginning, and this is a kind of a big aha takeaway, a few dollars a day equals millions of dollars in the future. It doesn't have to be a ton of money. No one's saying go put thousands and thousands of dollars into an account today. I mean, just you know, grab a calculator or do some simple math of, hey, if I put in $100 a month here and then $100 a month there, that's $1,200 just straight principle um, at the end of the year, not including. You know, compound you know interest or compounded interest and things like that. Now, times that by 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, whatever the case is, yeah. and it grows and grows and grows. So it's a really powerful tool, and you know we've been, like Chris said, obsessed with it over the last few years. Maybe yeah. after reading uh, Warren Buffett's book, The Snowball. If you haven't got that, you should pick that up. It's a long read, but it's certainly worth it. So, got anything else, to add?
0: No, I think I'm good for today. Cool.
1: Well, hopefully you guys find found uh, this to be worthwhile. Any other topics like this that you'd love to hear, comment below, happy to share them. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Thanks guys.